Welcome to the Life of Faith podcast by missionary evangelist John J. Asilin of the Global Prayer Center in Daytona Beach, Florida. We invite you to join us for this special message of inspiration, encouragement, and ministry of the Word of God through the exaltation of Jesus our Lord. Here is John J. Asilin. I'm not going to preach. That's what I say always, but I think I mean it. But <laughs> something that I read this week really impressed in my spirit, which I wanted to share with everybody. And um, thank you for giving us a weekend off. We had a great time. We relaxed, and uh, we went with Rachel. She was attending a, one of her students that she didn't even meant, but she, was, she loved Rachel so much. And um, we went with her, tagged along with her, and uh, it was the glorious thing that even in a wedding, Rachel was used in every step of the way. And that was so beautiful for both mommy and daddy to watch it, that God is on with her, you know. And then when John was saying about the, the body of Christ, I was thinking Jesus came to serve, to set people free, to redeem. He didn't, he didn't come to be successful or popular. He didn't follow the signs of the time and say, hey, this works really good. If I, were, if I put jeans with holes, if I color my hair, it works popular and it's good. That's not what Jesus did. Jesus came and spoke the truth as it is. And he stood for righteousness. He never compromised. And he even called them foxes. It was not a very kind word. So, and he called them foolish and wise. So Jesus never minced words. And if I want to be a child of Jesus, I have to be God-oriented, not success-oriented, not being, how, do, how can I be popular? What can, when I start thinking that, the end result, I will start cutting corners, and I will start compromising. And I think that's what when you were talking, and John always exaggerates when he talks about me, but that's okay. <laughs> I am just a little girl. <laughs> okay, this is, uh, Rachel knows, I love Job. Don't ask me why. I love Job. And I like the book of Songs of Solomon and the book of Job. When I need a little, pick me up. I need a caffeine now. I need a strong dose of love from my God. I just go into the wisdom of Job and the love language of Songs of Solomon. So this is what I read. I want, but I'm going to, Rachel, this is um, Job chapter 28. It's a very small chapter. And I'm going to read in Living Bible. And um, this is so, when God, when the Bible says men, it includes women too. So men and women, we know how to mine silver and refine gold to dig iron from the earth and melt copper from stone. Men know how to put, and that's not in, I don't know whether it's there in the 
King James, men know how to put light into darkness so that a mine shaft can be sunk into the earth and, and the earth is searched, its deep secrets are explored. And into the black rock shadowed by death, men descend by ropes swinging back and forth. They take such a dangerous path to go into the mine. And I think I just, I'm not, going, I'm not a big historian, John may say it, but Job was written between two, yeah, 2000 to 6000 BC. So it was before Jesus was born, the oldest book of the Bible. And in that time, now, we think we are the people who are driving the car, we are living in a five-star hotel, and we have... No. Look at the civilization, look at the wisdom of men at that age. They knew how to go deep into the rock and pick up all these things. And how did they know the gold is this valuable at that time? And men know how to obtain food from the surface of the earth, verse 5. Let me go to verse 6. That was fourth thing. They know how to find sapphires and gold dust. And the treasures that no bird of prey can see, no eagle's eye observe, for they are deep within the mines. No wild animal has ever walked upon those treasures. No lion has set his paw there. But men know how to tear apart a flinty rocks and how to overturn the roots of the mountains. They drill tunnels in the rocks and lay bare precious stones. They knew how to get the precious stones. And they, uh, they dam up the streams and water and pan the gold. But this is the good part. But though men can do all these things, they don't know where to find wisdom and understanding. That is the painful situation of the human nature from the day we were created and ate the precious apple or the fruit. We have lost, we thought we are going to get wisdom and knowledge. That's the thing we lost. We lost wisdom and understanding of God the day Adam and Eve enjoyed that fruit. So now we have to search for it. Now we have to look for it. It's not going to be given to us. But what is our nature is, we can even go under the rock to find treasures because there is pleasure in it. Gold and silver and rubies and diamonds bring pleasure, wealth, pride, arrogance. But do we put that much uh, emphasis to go and find the wisdom of God? The men knew everything. What you know now, the men knew 6,000 years back. But from that time till this time, men and women don't know where to find wisdom. And this is very interesting chapter for me. And it was so interesting. I couldn't get so excited about it. And they not only don't know how to get it, verse 13, but in fact, 
it is not found among the living. So not everybody who knows how to solve the problem, just because he owns Amazon or he owns this, he, has, he runs a, a big business and make, becomes a billionaire, doesn't mean he is wise. He's knowledgeable, but he's not wise. So it is not here, the ocean says. It's so poetic. <laughs> the ocean, if you go to the nature, you know now, we are living in a time, I shouldn't say it, but you know there's something called vegan and something called uh, save the world and put, you, we almost have become the worshippers of creation more than worshippers of the creation, creator. So we are living in that world. So this is what the ocean going to tell them. I don't know. I don't have it. So if you go and worship the ocean, you're not going to find it. And the seas replied, no, it's not here. It cannot be bought for gold or silver, nor for all the gold of Ophir, of precious onyx, stones of sapphires. Wisdom is far more valuable than gold and glass. It cannot be bought for jewels, mounted in fine gold. Coral or, crystal, coral or crystal is worthless in trying to get it. Its, its price, the wisdom's price is far above rubies. And it goes on. So, verse 20. So, where can we get wisdom? Where can it be found? Because it is hid from the eyes of all mankind. And even the sharp-eyed birds in the sky cannot discover it. And only God knows, verse 23 and 24. And God surely knows where it is to be found. If you find God, you'll find wisdom. You cannot find, you don't have wisdom without God. Whoever it is, you can be a billionaire, millionaire, whatever near you are. But you don't have God, you don't have wisdom. And God surely knows where it is to be found. For he looks throughout the whole earth and all heavens. And he knows, verse 27, he knows where wisdom is and declares it to all who will listen. That means he will say, give his wisdom to the one who listens who listens to the voice of God. He established it and he examined it thoroughly. And this is what he says to all mankind. Verse 28, Behold, the fear of the Lord, that is wisdom, and to depart from evil is understanding. So now in the world we see a lot of billionaires with evil. So they have no understanding, they have no wisdom, and their billions are not going to save them. It is no rubies, no diamonds. It is the wisdom of God. And John was making an important point about the, the uh, uh, ten virgins. The time is coming. The wise women said no, because they cannot share what they have. The time is that 
uh, that coming that if they give, if they share the oil, they will miss the bridegroom. But none of us are here to miss the bridegroom. Am I right? So there comes a time the sharing of the gospel will not be there. Sharing of hope will not be there. Sharing of love will not be there. It is you and what you have in your pocket is what is going to save you. Is it your diamonds or rubies or is the wisdom of God that you have been searching for? It is so easy to search for the worldly things but it is very hard and it is a tough road to go and look for the wisdom of God. But that is worth it. It is worth it, it's worth it, it's worth it. Because the wisdom of God protects you, elevates you, gives you understanding, gives you a hope and a future. Many people that have billions and billions in their pocket have no hope and no future. But if you put the fear of God in your, if you search for the wisdom with fear of God, you have secured your future. Your future is in his hands, no matter what happens, because the world is sliding and sliding into darkness. And it's all that the world is crying out. The loud noise or the loud voice of the world right now is compromise with me. Join hands with me. Come to my side. But there is a voice that is calling. Find me. Find me. That is even more precious than rubies and emeralds and silver and gold and everything. It's so easy to find the world right now, but it is going to be very difficult to keep your oil. Keep collecting oil. Save your oil. Save your soul from the time that is coming now. Thank you for joining us on our Life of Faith podcast by John J. Asilin of the Global Prayer Center. Please visit us at www.globalprayercenter.net. Please share your comments and visit us at the Prayer Center. God bless you and strengthen your walk with the Lord.